0: We are a part of such bigger, greater things, and reconnecting with that, I think, enables people the understanding of how powerful they truly are.
1: Hello, I'm Carolyn, and this is What Doulas Know. I'm a doula, the mother of two, and for over 40 years, a registered nurse. My goal is to educate, support, and empower before, during, and after pregnancy, with a special emphasis on labor and childbirth. All information presented in this podcast is intended for educational purposes only and is not intended as medical diagnosis or treatment. The persons presenting the episodes are not licensed doctors. You should consult a qualified medical professional before making any decisions regarding your health, including any decisions based on information presented here. Hi, it's Carolyn with another episode of What Doulas Know. Today I have with me Teresa, and she comes with us filled with a variety of experiences and knowledge. She has training as a doula and is a student midwife. She practices massage therapy in Reiki, and her full bio is on the What Doulas Know website, which is whatdoulasknow.com. Teresa and I will be talking about the mind-body connection in pregnancy, labor, and the birth process. And as we've talked about in other episodes, we realize how important that mind-body connection is. Uh, Practicing mindfulness during your pregnancy can help establish your ability to stay connected to the present moment, which is very important. Um, It helps you take it breath by breath. So Teresa, welcome. Thank
0: you. Thank you.
1: What exactly is this mind-body connection that is kind of all the rage right now, but has been practiced for a long time?
0: Uh, sure. You know, uh, in my experience, in my opinion, um, feeling yourself—literally, even just sitting down—a lot of people, I think, are so these days distracted by any and all things, electronics, or even just thoughts that race through their mind, or the feeling of bringing those thoughts and those emotions even back into yourself and really understanding how they're making you feel and even you know how is your heart beating how is your breath going you know um, I just think that being very very aware uh, of yourself for a few moments Um, a lot of people often just you know tend to avoid that or even just forget I think so do you
1: think there's a disconnect? Do you watch people and see, boy, they, they need to come back and center themselves and focus for a second?
0: Yeah, I, I do feel like there are a lot of people walking around just very unaware of themselves, <laughs> you know, just kind of going through the motions. Literally, that, that saying of going through the motions, that's what they're doing moment by moment. So why do you think we need it? I think we need it because it's really reconnecting yourself to where I believe we've all come from and that's like to source to earth how we you know we are a part of such bigger greater things and reconnecting with that I think enables people the understanding of how powerful they truly are. So when you are uh, newly pregnant Mm -hmm.
1: I think that you feel every single thing in your body, and then your mind can react in several different ways. Like, oh my gosh, this is amazing. I'm pregnant and this is happening. Or, oh, holy crap, that cramp. What was that? Am I having a miscarriage? Am I, is it implanting in the wrong place? So how do you talk to your clients about, okay, let's, let's come back. Let's, let's go with this.
0: I think that first thing is take a deep breath. (laughs) Um, those deep breaths can really center yourself and literally you can you know perhaps watch everything else melt away around you in those moments of deep breathing and enables you to better sort through okay is am I panicking am I a concern to where I should be calling someone or am I really just needing to take a moment and really just get, to uh, figure out what it is exactly that I'm experiencing. So when people have anxiety, Mm -hmm. the first thing
1: that is easy to do Mm -hmm. for most of us is to breathe.
0: Yes. yeah, First and foremost. First and foremost. What happens physically in your body when you breathe? You know, that oxygen. (laughs) (laughs) Oxygen is a good thing. Um, So... You know, your breath obviously deepens, and you do get more oxygen to your brain. To I mean, every you know, every single part of your body, blood moves quicker through dilation, and you're just able to relax and calm. And I I think that's a key component to centering yourself. You know, in those moments of you know, maybe an anxiety process. I think with the distractions around us, Mm -hmm. that sometimes we
1: feel like we are in the middle of a tornado whirlwind. Mm-hmm. And that is one thing that as a school nurse also, I have had to ha- have bring some kids in sometime that have so many anxious thoughts about, mm-hmm. I've been off all week, I'm not going to have my homework done, and how am I ever going to catch up? Or I miss this, and I don't know. that is a, It's just a lot. And mm-hmm. so I bring them into the office and say, well, You know, right now we're just going to breathe, and they're like, "What? We're just going (laughs) to breathe? I I got to do this. I've got to do that." And I think that that is unfortunate that we as a society don't just say, "I can take deep breaths in the middle of this crowded room and not bother anybody," but I can certainly center myself. Yes, is that that
0: that's absolutely very true and very important. I think um, these. Kids these days, they're flooded, bombarded, I mean, even as adults we are, but take a look at these children that are growing up in this flooded, bombarded environment of information, of worry, concern, have to do this task after task after task, right? And that's what they're concerned about, being a young, fresh mind, is got to get everything done. Got to. I mean, they're, it, it, it's almost as if it's a breeding ground for anxiety. Those deep breaths, exactly to your point, they can be, you can be anywhere, anytime, and do that for yourself and completely change your entire perspective. So when we talk
1: about the pregnancy and then the labor process, I know when I was in a couple of retreats, one of the main things is when things are coming at you, like we just talked about, one of the things to say is, uh, you know, I just need a break. Mm-hmm. For a second, so that you can make a an informed decision or you don't have to make a decision that somebody else has thinks they've already made for you mm-hmm. so how does the mind body connection work when you say, "I need to take a break what What can we do in order to just stop maybe the interventions or stop the uh kind of stressful path that we're going down
0: as in as in, in the pregnancy in during yeah. the pregnancy, yeah. sure even you know closing your eyes and telling yourself, number one, it's okay if you say to yourself or out loud to others, I do need a break. And saying it without any kind of apology attached to it for taking that time for yourself, because it's important. And especially when you're nurturing a child and growing a a child, you know, taking that time and um, not feeling any kind of guilt or shame because you deserve you deserve that break. The baby deserves the break. And just absolutely being very confident that that's okay to do. It's the right thing to it's do. It's the right thing to do.
1: Yeah. yeah. I just want to read a couple things about the strong mind-body connection. It is one of the most powerful tools that mm-hmm. we have available in the birth experience, especially in the non-medicated birth, mm-hmm. because our bodies already give us all these hormones that we need to use that the ba- that the body naturally does and mm-hmm. stress hormones can actually stop labor sure. or if they give us a synthetic hormone that can stop or slow down labor so what techniques do you use other than the deep breathing sure. um, i know you're trained in reiki and massage and and different things so how do we um create an environment to stay present and to f- stay relaxed and to stay safe in this uh, stressful time. It is kind of hard
0: to have a baby sometimes. Yeah. <laughs> it's a, there's definitely a lot going on. And that power of touch is so uh, valuable. It doesn't take a whole, whole lot other than calm touch and that intention behind that touch for you know the the mom to be and the birthing mom it can be the reassurance that she can gain from knowing that you're there knowing feeling the calmness and that touch can easily and you know the intention behind that touch and the energy behind that touch can really tr- translate to her and her self-awareness and she can embody that and and use it. And the power of touch is really incredible. Yeah. What about um, positive affirmations? Do you use those? I absolutely will say I talk a lot about strength uh-huh. <laughs> and try to really mirror that strength uh, for the mom um, because women are e- exceptionally strong and sometimes they just need a little reassurance in those moments because you know, obviously there is a lot going on and there's a lot of things to be managing physically, mentally, and really just saying how strong they are is, Mm -hmm. I think, um, the number one thing that comes out of my mouth.
1: (laughs) Yeah. So in the mind-body connection, you use this in all your disciplines, I, in your bio Mm -hmm. that you, you have studied a lot of um, healing and intuition and mm-hmm. things. So can you tell me a little bit about that?
0: Visualization and really centering yourself. And as far as birthing goes, you know, you can go through the whole entire birthing process in your mind and really develop that sense of where you're going even before you've gone down that path. And... Even though it may not be exactly how you visualize it ahead of time, you're still at least familiar with the path that you're that you're on. And I think that can be exceptionally potent as far as helping you get to you know the end or uh, get to the desired destination, obviously, in this case, the birth the, of the baby, yeah. You know?
1: I think that's why some of the hospitals and birthing centers say, come, you've got to take a tour. Mm -hmm. We need to orient you so that when you do a visualization, you can kind of see what the room is going to look like. Mm -hmm. And so using the mind to visualize, Mm -hmm. to have that thing in there, I think helps you make an informed choice on what you want, even though it might not happen as planned. I've done two birth plans in the last month that just were shot to, (laughs) heck, uh, didn't happen at all because one baby was breech, one baby was posterior, and nothing Mm -hmm. that we visualized really happened. But the fact that we were prepared Mm -hmm. for other things definitely made it easier, and it made it so that we were validated by making the choices that we
0: did. Absolutely. There's a sense of uh, control you know, even though things didn't go as planned and such, there's still, I would imagine that sense of control. And that, again, just reiterates that strength component to the entire process. That's what this is all about,
1: empowering. Yes, And that's why I've kind of asked different people to come on this podcast, Mm -hmm. because I feel like we have so much information to give. And some of the women now that are giving birth don't feel like they have choices or control. Mm -hmm. Um, And so I want them to know that there are a lot of choices and you can control what you want and what you need. Yes. And have um, as much information as possible.
0: Yes. I I see young girls, you know, well before birthing age or, uh, you know, even before they're adults yet, it's as though they're being so overly exposed to the medical side of the birthing practice. And that is where I see a lot of girls kind of losing that attachment to themselves and feeling as though everything else is a decision outside of them rather than it being their birthing experience with their baby and their family it becomes about you know the system of how it works and step one and step two and you know rather than it being a process that they have initiated you know their own initiation and that baby's own initiation into this you know earth um, it kind of comes about step one step two right that's okay. very well said. Very well said, because mm-hmm. I
1: know that the medical community kind of gives us little points. Oh, you've got to get to eight centimeters. You've got to get to this. You've got to do this. You've got to do that. And yeah. really, maybe that's not how your body wants to have the birth. And so once again, to know in your own mind that mm-hmm. my body knows what my body knows, yeah. and it knows what it needs. And so I'm going to honor that Yeah,
0: your body has its own checklist. (laughs) Yes. You know, um, it knows what to do and when and and how. And um, we don't, as women, need to really follow anyone else's checklist. It's it's ours and our babies, and that's, you know, the perfect partner to check those boxes is the baby. Right, right.
1: So is there any other information you want to impart? I know that when we um, put your bio up and – your information so they can get a hold of you. If there are any links that you need to um, let us know, because I think your work is invaluable. And I want to expose that to other people so they know what options are out there. Some some people don't even know. Well, I didn't know I could go to somebody to help me find my mind-body connection.
0: Sure. Well, you know, uh, I'm definitely a student, first and foremost, and am very grateful to be a student of some really amazing uh, mentors and people and community. I do work with people uh, quite regularly on nutrition, and, you know, a Teresa mm-hmm. at net is an excellent way to reach me there. And I will continue down this path of, you know, being a student of midwifery, and which I just recently began and couldn't be any more excited about, I don't believe. I I feel like I've been gathering some tools and it has led me here. And I'm very happy to be a part of the Birth with Spirit community. Uh, Yes, You know, April's been an amazing mentor um, for a while now. And I'm certainly, um, again, grateful to be on um, a student and um, to be here where I'm at now and, and keep my eyes wide open and my heart open and um, you know, that's how I'll continue down this path.
1: Well, thanks so much for being here, Teresa.
0: My pleasure. Thank you so much. Uh huh. <laughs> Thank
1: you for listening to this episode of What Doulas Know. You can learn more about the show and my guests at whatdoulasknow.com. Please rate and review this show. It helps get more exposure and reach additional people. Peace to all. Thanks.